Have you been told you need to stop doing what you love, whether it's exercise, running, or a sport? Well, here at Dynamic, we don't like that answer. In this podcast, we'll talk to leaders in the health and wellness space from Southwest Florida to get the solutions you need to get you back to doing what you love. Welcome to the Dynamic Naples podcast. All right, today I'll be interviewing Danielle Matus. She is a PA at the Caring Medical Clinic in Fort Myers, which is a regenerative medicine clinic. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. So uh, before we get started, I just want to talk about how we kind of came to know each other. I had a patient that I was seeing um, who I referred to, Danielle. She, um, I did an evaluation on her. She was in for a knee pain. And after evaluation, I found that she, her knee pain was really more of an ankle problem. Her, she had a very unstable ankle and it was kind of changing the way she squatted. Ended up uh, doing a partial tear of her meniscus and even causing a little bit of back pain. So I referred her up to Danielle and did a series of injections and she did way better. But what I really loved is that uh, Danielle reached out to me almost immediately and she did an evaluation as well. And it was like right on point with exactly what I found. So it was like spot on. So, um, so first of all, thank you for that. It's, it's very, it's always uh, great when a, another healthcare practitioner like reaches out to me. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. I, um, you know, in the regenerative medicine world, a lot of patients like see physical therapy or they do chiropractic care, or they, you know, may have other providers that they're currently seeing for their pain. So I think like you, I just find it's just better when we're all on the same page. 100%. I love that. Well, um, I just want to talk about regenerative medicine because I kind of think it's the wave of the future. Um, can you just kind of describe what regenerative medicine is? Absolutely. Um, so regenerative medicine is um, basically involves injections into joints and soft tissues for repair. So a lot of people, um, maybe when they hear joint injections, they might think of things like cortisone. Uh, regenerative medicine is kind of the opposite of that. You know, it's not um, like a band-aid or anything. It's actually working to heal injuries, heal soft tissue um, deficiencies or chronic injuries that are causing joint pain or lack of function. So there's um, regenerative medicine oftentimes is called prolotherapy, which is basically this big umbrella term that encompasses, you know, any injection that stimulates repair. So dextrose prolotherapy, like using a sugar is what's really been around since like the mid 1900s. It's been, people have been doing it forever. And then kind of in the more recent decades is things that people might be more familiar with like PRP or platelet-rich plasma, which is where we take cells from your blood and then inject it back in for um, chronic injuries or even acute injuries, I should say. And um, stem cell therapy, which is getting, you know, maybe a little bit more popular now where we actually harvest stem cells from the patient and then use that as what we call like an aggressive proliferant, an aggressive treatment to heal injuries. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in the prolotherapy, so I want to dive deeper into that in a little bit. But first, before yeah. we do that, um, I just want to learn a little bit about you. Um, I was reading your bio, and it turns out we both went to UMass Amherst. <laughs> no way! Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I graduated <laughs> 2000. Yeah, I went there, I played lacrosse there, and uh, uh, did the five-year plan, as many UMass <laughs> students do. Um, <laughs> what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2006. Okay. Yeah, so no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I lied to you. I graduated in 2010. I'm sorry. I graduated in 2010. Nice. Where did you live on campus? I lived um, with all the nerds up in Orchard Hill for my first two years. Oh, and yeah. And then I lived off campus. Yeah. 
And then I lived off campus, um, kind of right by where the townhouses were, not in the townhouses, but a bunch yep. of us rented a house on that street. Yeah, I lived in Wheeler for, I think, two years. So that's, that's okay. basically right next to Orchard Hill. And then, yeah, no uh, then I lived in Salem Place and the Boulders for a little bit. So I love that part okay. of uh, Massachusetts. It's great there. You're not from Massachusetts by chance, are you? No, um, I lived there for like 12, like I did middle school, high school and college out there, um, but I'm not from there originally. Okay. What town? I lived um, in a very, very small town called Sutton, Massachusetts, which is by Worcester. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah from, very uh, tiny. Not many people have heard of it. Um, yeah. I haven't. So we lived there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in Amherst and then I came to Chicago for PA school. Nice. All right. So what got you into regenerative medicine? How, how did you come to be where you are now? I actually, um, as luck would have it, I was placed, uh, so Caring Medical used to have an office in Oak Park, which is a suburb of Chicago, and I was actually placed there on a random rotation when I was in school, so mm. I um, had no idea what prolotherapy was, I'd never heard of it, um, and I worked with Dr. Hauser for four weeks, like, seeing patients in his office, um, and then loved it, and I actually, that was the job that I took when I graduated, and I'm still here. That's great. Um, yeah. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit about Dr. Hauser? Seems I saw his biopic seems uh, like an eccentric person <laughs> in a good way. He is. He's such a fun guy to work for. Let me tell you. Um, he is eccentric. If you ever like come into the office, he's probably going to be wearing a lot of bright yellow, maybe yep. bright yellow glasses. Um, very eccentric, very fun guy. He actually, so um, I moved to the Florida office about a year ago, actually last August, um, because his practice is focused on like complex neck instability cases. So like people that maybe were in um, like terrible car accidents or, or whiplash or had some kind of injury that have um, severe ligament injuries in their neck that maybe mm. affect a lot of things, you know, like affect like the blood flow in their brain or, or um, just really like severe cases. So his practice is more focused on that. And then I was brought down here to kind of cover the rest of the body, like see all the knee pain, shoulder pain, back pain, um, those kind of cases. Oh, wow. That's great. That's so good to know because I've, in my career, I've seen a couple like that C1 instability, uh, and that's super scary and dangerous. Um, and I've, you know, I've evaluated them, sort of found that and then referred them out and then they just get sent back to me. It's, it seems like there's a gap in knowledge in some of the medical community about that, that sort of C1 instability and how deadly it can be. So there absolutely is. And, um, you know, I, like I tell patients, like when you have instability in your knee, um, you know, it's going to hurt, you're going to have like a a set of symptoms related to your knee, but when you have instability in your neck, there's just so much more precious real estate up there. Like your brain up there, your spinal cord, all these like super important nerves, you know, fluid in and out of your brain. Um, so instability in those areas can be much more detrimental to people's health and not everybody one, not everybody may be a surgical candidate. And two, you know, not everybody would necessarily want their C1 fused, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And what scares me too is, you know, so usually a lot of patients will think, oh, I got neck pain. Let me go get an adjustment. And if you have that C1 instability, that's probably the last thing you want. Um, that, yeah, that's a, that's a scary kind of case. I'm, I'm glad that you guys treat that. So um, he does what, PRP in that area? Yeah, or dextrose prolotherapy, PRP, you know, it all just depends. Um, you know, people ask, we get a lot of questions like, 
patients will call and say, hey, I have like knee pain, what do you recommend? But it's really all dependent on the actual patient, of course, you know, which yeah. is, which I understand is a generic answer, but some people, you know, we test um, joint stability, we either, with, with next, we do it with a digital motion x-ray, which is like an x-ray movie. Mm. Um, with a lot of the other peripheral joints, we can test it with ultrasound, like testing the joint under stress and looking at what it looks like on the screen while we do it. And depending on the amount of injury, you know, the amount of degeneration and what the patient's goals are will kind of depend our, you know, what will dictate our treatment plan. So like, uh, for example, like a young, let's say a 24 year old who, you know, injured his knee and he wants to run marathons. Well, his treatment program is going to be different than the 90 year old that just wants to walk around her house without pain. You know, it's all going to yeah. be dependent on the patient and their goals. God, I love that. It's, it's goal oriented. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, let's, let's yeah. dive into Prolo because I'm very interested. I've just, I personally, I've seen a lot of patients do really well with it. Uh, and I, I know that it's an injection of dextrose, so basically sugar into the joint and just correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is you're kind of triggering inflammation just to kind of reboot the healing process. Am I, am I right about that? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's... what, um, Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, so what um, dextrose does, so dextrose is a sugar, and what it does is when we inject it into targeted tissues, it irritates the tissue a little bit and basically gets your body to mount an inflammatory response, which then like gets your body to send cells and blood and growth factors and all that good stuff to the area for healing. So a lot of people, um, you know, they always think like they don't want inflammation, they don't want inflammation, like right. anti-inflammatories all the way. But the reality is like the science is, is that your body actually needs inflammation to heal. So a lot of people can get themselves into trouble where they have an injury and all they do is ice it and take ibuprofen because those yep. are those are both anti-inflammatories. You're actually stopping to some degree, stopping the extent to which your body can heal the injury on its own. Oh, thank you for saying that because I'm constantly telling people that I'm, I wish there was like a second word for inflammation because everyone just thinks inflammation bad. So what I usually tell right. my patients is chronic inflammation or systemic inflammation is bad, but local and acute, that's what you want. That's the beginning of healing. So why are we trying to block that? I love that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I love yeah. that. Great. So um, the other thing I saw on your website, you guys do neural therapy. I'm not familiar with what that is. Sure. So um, there's, there's different types of neural therapy. Um, basically what that is targeting is nerves or nerve endings. So um, a really good example actually of this is patients that maybe they, um, maybe they tore their ACL and they had surgery years ago and, and I see them for a new injury or something. What I'll hear is, hey, wherever my scars are or ever since the surgery, like I have numbness or I haven't gained full feeling back, you know, on part of my shin ever since that surgery, which, you know, you got to think like, even if you fell really hard or you had surgery, like you could damage those little superficial sensory nerves on your skin. So you can actually inject a low concentration of dextrose or even numbing agents like into the scar to get the nerves to basically reboot and heal. And you can get that sensation back. Oh, so so interesting. That's, that's kind of neurotherapy. Yeah. In a nutshell. Um, and then there's um, like neuro that kind of includes like what we call neural prolotherapy too, where basically we're doing injections around nerves, not necessarily to inflame nerves. That's mm -hmm. kind of the difference between like, true prolotherapy and nerve injections, but you can actually do injections around nerves to get them to heal or to kind of unconstrict them. Maybe if they're kind of, you know, tugged and constricted in layers of fascia, you can kind of free them up. Oh, that's great. That seems like I have an application in like a diabetic neuropathy. Does it? 
Um, diabetic neuropathy, I would say, is a little different just because that is more of a systemic thing. Mm -hmm. um, it can work in diabetic neuropathy, but if they're if the person's diabetic and they have high sugar levels, like it's probably going to come back. It's not going to be yeah. like a long term thing because we're not addressing the systemic cause. But in cases where there's like a structural cause, like like even in carpal tunnel, like um, things like that would work really well. Um, we see a lot of people with carpal tunnel that do well with that. Okay. Yeah. Cause I get a lot of patients ask me, you know, I have diabetic neuropathy. What should I do about it? I'm like, Ooh, it's got to fix the diet first. <laughs> and yeah, then I'll, no, I'm not sure. It. Yeah. It's like, cut, fix, like cut back in the scarves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I, I just always wondered if there was a reversing that neuropathy. So, um, okay, great. Um, you kind of covered a lot of what I want to talk about PRP stem cell prolotherapy. You guys do imaging you mentioned, right? So, um, yep. that, that digital motion sounds almost like a fluoroscopy. Is that kind of what it's like? I would say it's similar. It's uh, we only really do that for necks. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly, we people ask a lot about back. The the ultrasound beam is not strong enough for that. Mm -hmm. So just, we try to keep like radiation at a low dose when we can. Um, but yeah, but it's like an X-ray movie. So basically, what we do is we have patients. You know, a lot of patients will say um, things like, "Oh, if I if I lean my head to the side, or if I if I move my neck, I might get dizzy." Okay, like if I'm perfectly still, I'm fine. But when I move my neck, I get dizzy. Right. And they may have um, like MRIs or things that maybe come back normal. But you got to remember, you're not moving when you yeah. get an MRI. Like you're in your best position there. So with the digital motion x-ray, like we'll actually have them move in positions that might even trigger some of their symptoms because we want to see what's going on. Like, oh, when you move this way, your C1 or your C2 like rotate significantly. Maybe that, you know, fits the bill for what's going on with you. That's why we do that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, and so the ultrasound you kind of use more for superficial and like soft tissue injuries. Yep, absolutely. So, um, like a the most common thing that we see is knee pain, as you can imagine. A lot of people have knee pain, and so we can get a really good look on like all the soft tissues around the joints with knee pain. We can even um, get some pretty good details on how the meniscus is looking and someone has a meniscal tear. And then the beauty of ultrasound is it's not radiation, of course, and you can move the joint. Like I can put a little bit of stress on, I can do like a valgus or a varus stress test mm. on the knee while also looking to see, okay, is that joint gapping a lot or is the meniscus essentially popping in and out of the joint, you know, or what things are going on when you actually move your knee. Because again, most people in general, they'll say like, if I'm sitting down or if I'm laying down, I don't have any pain because I'm not putting any stress on my joints, but when we can move it and actually see what, what goes on during normal motions, I think that really makes a big difference. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, you have to see how people move and what happens. Now, I always get this question, do, does somebody need a script for that? Or can they walk in directly and just, you know, get an ultrasound? Oh, sure. So um, to, to you don't need any kind of referral or a script to become a new patient. Um, so you just kind of give us a call. I, I review cases a lot too. So not everybody, first of all, not all of our patients live in Southwest Florida. You know, we get cases from all over the US. Um, and I'll review a lot of cases like people will send in like any imaging they have as much as they can and we try to get a good idea if yeah we think this person should come in or not so that's always an option too. That's fantastic. Um, okay, one of the things I see a ton of um, I just somehow attract a lot of hip impingement patients. I've done a lot of blogging on it and uh, we have a, a mutual patient that uh, she did really well, what seemed with prolotherapy. That seemed to be the one. So uh, first of all, do you see a lot of hip impingement? And if you do, you know, what typically do they do best with? Sure. Um, I do see quite a bit of hip impingement. What's actually, what's really interesting about those cases a lot, not always, but a lot, one side is symptomatic. Like they have, you know, injury 
on one side and they'll tell me, oh, I, um, I was told that I need to have surgery for this. But, but do you really need to change your bone? If you have it on both sides, you know, and one side is asymptomatic and one side isn't, you know, like it, it's just very interesting. Um, so we do a lot, I would say, depending on like how, how long the pain's been there. Like if somebody has impingement and they have just kind of like fought through a lot of pain and they've like, you know, torn up their labrum and they've torn up a lot of other things, you're probably going to need more aggressive treatment on that. Like maybe in that PRP stem cell realm, but if it's just like a more acute injury, you know, usually dextrose prolotherapy can take, can take, can take care of those and get the hip strong and the hip stable so they can do okay. Yeah. It's just so true. I, everyone wants to, it seems like the answer is always, Oh, go to surgery, go to surgery. And surgical outcomes are like 64% success rate. They're not that great. And, you know, basically most people that have it are going to have on both sides, but they're usually symptomatic on one side. That's such a great point. Um, yeah. And, it's, and too, like people kind of with that, people are, are in general, I think our society, like we're always looking for the quick fix, right? Like right. we want everything to be better yesterday. Right. And uh, whether you choose surgery or you choose physical therapy or you choose prolotherapy, you know, part of it is like, we do have to give it time. You know, if people, especially in the chronic pain world, like you've had those injuries for a while, you know, and you've been compensating or you've been developing, you know, maybe a bad walking, like there's a lot of things that come right. with that. So it's kind of like an onion, like you got to kind of peel back all the layers to, to heal everything and get to where you want to be, you know, so it yeah. takes time. That's exactly it. It takes a long time. I have one patient in particular see me for something like almost a year, She's finally starting to get better, but it's just been a long process. Um, so can you tell me a bit about your team? So I, I, you know, I know of you and Dr. Hauser seems like you have a chiropractor on board. Is there anyone else? We do. Yep. So Dr. Hauser and I are the prolotherapist here. Mm -hmm. um, we do all the injections. Dr. Brian Hutchison is our chiropractor on staff. He's awesome. He, um, he has his own team as well um, with, with radiology. He does a lot, not just like with adjustments, like you would imagine with a like, typical chiropractor. He does very gentle adjustments if we need. Like, let's say we do have, um, this is a good example, like a neck patient that comes in very symptomatic and their C2 is like rotated out of place. We see that a lot. Like mm -hmm. he'll help us kind of gently put it back in place before treatment. But then he does so much more than that. He works a lot with curves. So um, you might see this too, like in your practice, like everybody's hunched over their cell phones, they're hunched over their computers, their iPads, yep. tablets, whatever. And a lot of us, um, even at younger ages now are losing our normal neck curve. Like it's instead of this kind of C shape, it's now becoming more straight or forward or like in worst cases, it looks like an S. And Dr. Brian does a lot with restoring those curves for patients, um, especially like even with prolotherapy, because if we're gonna try to tighten ligaments and stabilize joints, you know, it's obviously, as you can imagine, easier to do that if it's already in the right position. Right, you know? I totally so see that he does a lot. a lot with restoring neck curves for patients, which is great. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, and we do have, um, we do have an ultrasound um, technician here who does a lot of the neck ultrasounds, you know, looking at blood flow and, and so forth. And then we just have an amazing like clinical staff team, like all our nurses, medical assistants are wonderful. We have an amazing admin team. Um, everyone here is so knowledgeable. The, the training here is, is very rigorous. Um, and I say that because if somebody with an issue like calls our office, it really doesn't matter who you talk to, like whether it is a nurse or a clinical staff member or admin, like everybody just knows so much and is so helpful. Everyone here is, is really a wealth of information. So, which is great. Yeah, that's great. I, I really want to come up there and check out your clinic. Um, I'm down in Naples, so I'll have to make the drive up there. So um, I do want to be respectful oh, of your time. And uh, so I'll, let's, let's uh, wrap this up here. So where can um, 
where can people find out more? Where's your website? Where are you guys located? Sure. So our website is www.caringmedical.com. So C-A-R-I-N-G medical.com. We are located in Fort Myers, um, not Fort Myers Beach. We're located actually in Fort Myers. Um, and really like our website, I, we put a lot of work into it. Um, we have a ton of information on our website. Like, and also, um, we have a YouTube channel as well for caring medical, oh, lots of videos. We put out a lot of content there, um, for educational purposes and, and kind of just explaining what we do so people can get a good idea. So I would start there. Um, again, like I said, our admin team is wonderful. So any questions, you know, give them a call. They, um, they're great. So they'll be able to answer your questions too. But just a lot of just a lot of just a library of information that's out there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think I saw a blog on there, right? We got we have yeah, we've got so many things. A lot of people, I don't know if you find this, but a lot of people find us on YouTube, which is just interesting to me. I um so a lot of like those videos actually is like people learn a lot, so which is yeah, great. That's, that, why that's there. great. All right. So I, I really do thank Regenerative Medicine is the, the future. So check out carrymedical.com. I'll put all those uh, links in the show notes. Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. This was awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do a follow-up in a few months from now. So, all right, guys, yeah, that's it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days, no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT20. Did you know that you can get started with physical therapy without a physician's referral? Physical therapists don't just solve pain, we get down to the root cause and keep it from coming back. We also discuss all things health such as nutrition and lifestyle changes. If you feel that you could use some help, let's get on a free consult call. Go to www.dynamicnaples.com and sign up for a free call. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us spread the message. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.